And this is Raymond Oluwalola. And I am Ade Dolakwalawal. It's Saturday again, the 14th of November 2020, and it's just 12:32 p.m. here in Obomosho at the studio. You are listening to the program Children That Changed the World on Parrot 101.1 FM. As always, this enriching program is brought to all the students in Obomosho and its environment by Innovate Lab to elevate your mental capacities and provide out of the box thinking with creativities and giving you the ability to be all that you are meant to be. And so on today's educative episode of Children Have Changed the World, we will be telling you the story of one of our heroes past, Fumilayo Ransom Kuti in our story segment. We'll also be discussing how history can be shaped in our discussion segment with emphasis on how we can shape the narrative. And as we come to the end of this episode, we shall be having a quiz and game segment to allow you to think out of the box. The number to call is 0905-164-5438. You could be the fortunate winner of amazing prizes. Our lines will be open for your calls and messages. You can follow us on Facebook at CTCTW and on Twitter at CTCTWORG or visit our website at C- at www.ctctw.org <laughs> So stay tuned and relish this stimulating and educating episode. Raise your hands in the air if you believe the future has come The future is here The future is here This is all Welcome back, outstanding kid. You are still listening to Children That Changed the World on Pirate 101.1 FM. So now we advance to tell the story of Fumilayo Ransom Kuti. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Your namesake. Mm-hmm. Are you jealous right now? <laughs> Francis Abigail Olufumilayo Thomas. Who got married and her names changed to Chief Fumilayo Ransom Kuti was born to Chief Daniel Olumeyua Thomas on the 25th of October, 1900. She was born in the ancient city, Abiyokuta, Nigeria, and she was the first female student to attend the Abiyokuta Grammar School. Mm. Although it was uncommon at the time for Nigerian families to invest much in the education for girls, Francis's parents believed in the importance of education for both boys and girls. Her father farmed and traded palm produce 
and her mother worked as a dressmaker. On her father's side, Frances was descended from Sarah Taiwo, a Yoruba woman who had been captured by slave traders in the early 19th century before eventually returning home to her family in Abiyokuta. Chief Fumilaya Ransomkoti was a Nigerian educator, political campaigner, suffragist, and women's rights activist. Hmm. As a young adult, she worked as a teacher, organized some of the first preschool classes in the country, and arranged literacy classes for lower-income women. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> amazing indeed. During the 1940s, Fumilaya Ransomkoti established the Abel Kuta Women's Union and fought for women's rights, demanding better representation of women in local governing bodies and an end to unfair taxes on market women. Wow, interesting. Described by the media as the lioness of Nishabi, mm. she led marches and protests of up to 10,000 women forcing the ruling Alake to temporarily abdicate in 1949 hmm. as Ransom political influence group she took part in the Nigerian independence movement attending conferences joining overseas delegations to discuss proposed Mm-mm. national constitution wow spearheading the creation of the Nigerian women's union and the federation of Nigerian women's society she advocated for Nigerian women's rights to vote wow and became a noted member of the international peace and women's rights movement. So before now, women were not even allowed to vote. <laughs> Such misrepresentation. Thank God for Fumilayo. Thank God. <laughs> Imprisoned in nineteen forty seven for protesting against unfair treatment towards women, Ransom Kuti and her followers also led the charge to abdicate a corrupt local leader. A trailblazer in many ways. Yeah. Ransom Kuti was the first woman to drive a car. I know the issue. <laughs> That's the only part the I only know. Part we know that. <laughs> I love the first woman to drive a car. To drive a car, but she was involved in political issues, right movement. Ransom Kuti received the Lenin Peace Prize and was awarded membership in the Order of the Ninja for her work. Mm, in her later years, she supported her son's criticism of Nigeria's military government. No. She later died at the age of 77 after receiving injuries from a military raid on family property. Mm. Ransom Kuti's children included the musician Fela Kuti, <laughs> doctor, <In> the blood. <laughs> doctor and activist Beko Ransom Kuti and health minister Olikoye Ransom Kuti. If you ask me, I'll tell you that we need more ransom cuttings in mm, our time. Maybe. This is one year city. <laughs> yeah, true. and I think we need more fumilayos in our time as well. Yeah, Alright, so I think another person who is, who is, who is achieving amazing strides, you know, when it comes to activism, is Aisha Yusufu. She led the charge during the SARS movement, and a picture went viral. The one she was standing with her fist held up high. Mm. Which, in, if you ask me, I think it signifies unity and solidarity of people, you know, going and, you know, pushing themselves out there to achieve one goal. And that is something which um, Ransom Kuti has shown during our own time as well. So in case you're listening to us out there, um, a woman who chose to be a trailblazer 
pushed back by many things, including the system of our time. Yes, she moved on the third and resolute to see that there was change in our time. You know, you can also be a trailblazer and cause change in Nigeria. In fact, in your community, let's even grab it down home, in your school, let's even bring it to the barriers in your, in your homes. So, you should always contribute in making Nigeria great again. We are looking forward to you doing amazing things. All right, tie with us. We'll be right back for our discussion. Yeah, the future. Dear friend, you're still very tuned to Children That Change the World on Parrot 101.1 FM. Now we progress to discuss how history can be shaped. However, today we will lay emphasis on reshaping the narrative. Yes, reshaping the narrative. The thing is, the world is still changing. The world changes day in, day out. Mm. And for Nigeria, after six, 60 years, to be mm, precise, yeah. it seems as though... Failures has glossed over successes, and it's like we're in that same spot we were 60 years, years ago. ago. Sad. Now, this is what history does. History reclaims like right. It reclaims your right, and that's why we are laying emphasis on this uh, past to let you know things that were for you to know things that are happening. For you to make change and contribute to what is going to happen in the future. So I like this particular story or illustration that Biomi made last week of a stray cob that was brought home by a, f- a farmer, okay. and then it was placed in the midst of goats. goats. And then the particular cob was eating grasses and others leftover food until that cob saw a big lion roar. Mm-hmm. And that was like the changing moment for that call. And that's why we have to like sit down and reflect on what Nigeria was. was yes. Exactly. <laughs> and see ourselves like, are we mirroring that independence, our past leaders, the past heroes fought for? for. Yeah. Yes. Like last week, we discussed a lot about history and. So the story of Awolowo actually changed my mind big time last week. And we talked about how understanding history can can help us to predict the future because when we know how like we say when we know how, what our um, heroes past heroes fought for, then we can know the kind of future we should envision. And returning history back to our curriculum, secondary school curriculum would actually go a long way 
in helping young minds develop this art of art of um, the kind of nation that we are, the independence that we actually received and how we should work towards implementing the changes that our past heroes fought for. I think that brings to mind the national anthem. The line and the nation of the, the labor of our heroes past shall never be in vain. Yes, I mean that one still is still relevant. It looks like um for me there was a time I was reading the national anthem to myself and the words kind of seem prophetic to me. You know, when something tells you arise, it's like a clarion call. All compatriots is already giving you a charge, a marching charge or a order to go and you know put I know change the future, change the present. You have the power, you have the will in you. And when you also think of the pledge as well, I mean the pledge every time we recite it should bring a sense of camaraderie, you know, within you. We should boil up within you that you want to actually um, contribute your quota to saying that I have to, I have to, I have to be a good citizen, a model citizen, not just for myself, but for my nation as well. Yeah. So that means you have the will and you have the power to shape the narrative. And um, Fumi and Dolapo is going to talk to us about, you know, people who, in their own way, change the narrative and the future in a way, the past that affected the future, sort of. This particular story of Fumilai or Ransom Kuti made me remember this particular woman, Rachel Parks, who refused to like give me a right because of I yes, don't know. Yeah, she was a female and <laughs> the, the the thing was like there was racism in that country. There was racism in that country and some misrepresented group of people are not allowed to like journey with the white but because she wasn't black okay she wasn't allowed and then she fought for her right mm. and refused to stand up from the boss she was later jailed but that led to martin luther king even fighting for the rights of the black mm-hmm. and a lot story made me remember that and these are like pointers to let us know that this country can change it only takes one person one group of person yes. persons to yes. like say we are doing this right we mm-hmm. are not joining the crowd to do this bad thing mm-hmm. now one of the good actions that you can show like i'm ready to make change i'm ready to like make nigeria a great country you see a stranger walking by the road mm-hmm. and then the stranger is asking for direction please what's 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 the road where's the road to this place mm-hmm. and all you could say is I don't, I don't know. talk to oh. strangers door <laughs> and that's like that's like the meanest thing you can do to it's anyone a stranger for the yes. matter so in kindness kindness is like a good action mm-hmm. like those minor, those minor minor things yeah, you know, you know, while you were reading the story of Oluwafunlayo, the part that says that our parents believed in, in the importance of education for both boys and girls, that mind that they inculcated was what changed, what gave Oluwafunlayo the opportunity to be educated. And look at what uh, our being educated did for women at in, during 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 our time. So, um, history history makes us understand where we are. What, um, what we are getting right and um, wrong so we can adjust so when you know that this is what is supposed to happen 
you work towards implementing that and like Fumi said it's all boils down to to individual it, you don't have to attain a feat or become someone great or maybe have a position before you can before you can make a change even right from where you are right from where you are you can begin to have a, a, a change of mind and your actions your you can you you would eventually see the um the effect of what you're doing even if it, it looks like you're not doing anything now a simple act of kindness a simple act of discipline being disciplined um keeping to your words when you tell a friend that you do this thing and you do it for them, it might, it might just seem like a minor thing. But on the long run, when you are actually in a place of position, you will find yourself that you still used to keep to your words. So when bigger responsibilities come your way, you will do what is right because that act has been, it has become a stronghold in you already. So even in your, in your everyday life, in the little, little things that you do, that seems like it doesn't count. You know, we, talk, we were discussing about triple effects before now I mean, um, those little little things it is the little drops of water that makes the vital mm-hmm. ocean indeed so it's it's it amounts to something bigger than you can even so it is to just look like ah uh, it's just something that i used to do i didn't even know that it was going to make waves like this it could be a simple task of your parents telling you to clean your room mm-hmm. wash the plates yes and that single act or that single habit can help you. I mean, during that protest, we saw Nigerian youth picking dirt. Dirt. Packing, Imagine. Like, <laughs> that was like, I was, I was so touched. Like, an average Nigerian youth, after drinking... They, they just dump it anyhow. Nobody cares whether it's someone's land yeah. or someone's land. Mm-hmm. They just dump it there. Yeah. But, that, that single act Yes. That domino that fell and mm-hmm. made other dominoes to like mm-hmm. fall. Look at that. Make people like see what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like until that point, no one knew like we should actually sweep the streets. Mm-hmm. We should yes. actually return in Or it is somebody's responsibility exactly. to do that. Exactly. Okay, on this very act of random kindness, um you can visit www.citycw.com. I did a post on our blog there and I wrote about the act of random kindness. And I think one of the things I mentioned is that, and I want to say to you, the act is still, the act still lives amongst us. The act never left. The act here means A-R-O-K, act of random kindness. And that is, that is you, that is me, that is us. You know, we can cause a ripple effect. And I think the story that comes straight to mind is the story of the Good Samaritan. That story never ceases to teach um, a very good moral. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Okay, so I'll, for those who don't know, the story of the Good Samaritan was a young man that was traveling, was relayed, you know, along along the road, maybe during his journey or something. Then they, he was beaten and all his things were taken and was left for dead, you know, while he was there. So while he was there, a priest was walking by and he saw the man laying there he did nothing and he looked the other way and walked away. He was late for church service. <laughs> <laughs> then the next, a Levi was walking past. He saw him, looked the other way, and, and walked past. past. They are just the trumpets. I'm giving you reasons. Okay, so, reasons. Now, the thing is, the moral of the story is here the guy's name was never ever mentioned. A good Samaritan, mm. that means he was somebody who wasn't doing it because he knows this guy. Yes. He was just walking by and he saw this man, mm. you know, 
left for dead there. What did he do? He took care of him by his wound and took him to like an hospital. That's what we call it. Like an inn. He took him there and told them that they should take care of him. And he paid for, you know, he paid for his welfare and told them that he will come back. That any any money that maybe while he's staying there that is being incurred, they should they should put it in his account that when he comes back, he's going to pay back the money. I mean that story teaches a lot. It teaches more. It teaches us to actually it's know not even that because of the headline. You have to know somebody to help them. You know, so seldom act of random kindness can actually cause ripple effects that can change a whole lot. Mm. All right, arise, all children. Nigeria, call, obey. Mm. We'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> Change the world on Parrot 101.1 FM. Now we are on to our games and quiz segment. The number to call is 0905-164-5438. Okay, guys, you know the drill. Just let the calls keep coming in, alright? So, we're here waiting for your calls. You know, yes, we're here just for you. Make sure the calls are coming in. For me, just call the number. The number to call is 0905-164-5438. We have a caller. Okay, we lost that. Okay, so in case you're just tuning in, we are still tuning to Children at Change the World on Parrot 101.1. So before this segment, we spoke about shaping the narrative. Yes, have you been shaping the narrative? Are your little actions are the cause of problem? I know some people will say, ah, uh, Raymond, Rome was not built in a deal, but yes, they were laying, they were laying bricks now. Yeah, me? They were laying bricks, so it was not built in a deal, but they were intentional. Okay, color. Hello, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, Kola. Hello, I'm calling from Ogumosho. Okay, um, sorry, what's your name again? Hi, honey, what's up? What number would you like to go for? Number two. Number two, okay. What is the meaning of the word Tita? Tita is spelled T-I-T-T-E-R. What's the meaning of that word? You have 10 seconds to answer. Oi? Yes, ma. What's the meaning of the word Tita? Tita. Yeah, Tita. Um... Okay, your time is up, Oi. The... The word Tita means to laugh in a restrained or self-conscious manner. 
Oh, you sorry you couldn't. Hello, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. My name is Dan. I'm Dan. Now you're from Okay, so uh, my name is Raymond. What's name of your school, please? The name of my school is Ariago School. Ariago. All right. So, what question number would you like to go for? Uh, firstly, I like the answer you give us this afternoon, and I pray the Lord will enable your brain in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, give me number four. All right, so we're giving you number four. Yes. What is the meaning of nuance? Nuance is spelled N-U-A-N-C-E. Nuance. What? What is? What? What? What is the meaning of nuance? Nuance. N-U-A-N-C-E. N-U-A-N-C-E. T-E. No, it's not an a- bro. It's not an acronym. It's a it's a word. It's a word. So like it, it has a meaning. It's not an acronym. Sorry. N U A N C E. Okay. I think we lost the call. Okay, so uh, nuance means a subtle difference in meaning, opinion, or attitude. So um, in case um, in case you are doing okay, for instance, your parent calls you. Um, come and go and buy um something. You know, I just, mm, yeah, that means there's a nuance there. Yeah, you are trying to let her understand that I have a different opinion concerning this thing. You want me to do? All right. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. My name is Abayomi. Welcome, Abayomi. What number would yeah. you like to go for? Number three. Okay, this is just for fun. I hope your surname is not Kekule. <laughs> okay, question number three. The two supporting horses or chargers on the Nigeria coat of arms represent not the two horses on our coat of arms. What does it represent? The two supporting horses or chargers on the Nigeria coat of arms represents what? Strength. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's incorrect. They represent dignity. Thank you for calling. Okay, I think that is the last call we can take for today. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Yes, and this is Raymond Oluwalola. I am Adedolakwala. Wow. See you next week in another new and informative episode. Thank you and God bless you. Genius. Bye bye. Bye.